Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution you to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! All right, welcome back. Monday edition, a nice sunshiny day, three dudes with a view. We had a beautiful Easter. My name is Del Kennedy. I am dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris, what are you doing out there driving that bus? That bus is back in action this week, Del. Good morning. All right. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. Good morning, Del. Good morning. Yeah, that was a nice Easter. It looked like we're going to have several days forward that's going to be glorious days of early spring, huh? It was a gorgeous Easter, and I I trust uh, that all of our audience and and all three of us dudes had a wonderful Easter. Church, family, friends, whatever. Uh, it 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 was it was great, and uh, you know Easter. It was a little tainted though, Delt. Little How's tainted. That? What's what, huh? do you, what do you mean, Miss York? Little tainted by our legislators' action. You know the the celebration of Jesus Christ's resurrection and then we have another accusation and, and lynching and that, that followed some similar paths that Jesus went through. Well, <laughs> yeah, I hardly think that Justin Jones and Pierce are the, the two legislators who removed or Jesus or even remote. No, I'm not saying they were Jesus. I said similar paths. Okay. They they got they got accused wrongly, persecuted with no no defense, and then kicked out. And our beloved representative didn't say a word about it. Oh well okay, Miss York. Uh okay i don't think anybody anybody who's not been under a rock uh doesn't know by now that uh we've the expulsion of two legislators uh pierce and jones from the legislature last week over disorderly conduct in front of the legislature uh, has made national and international news and of course the liberal media has portrayed tennessee just as mr york attempts to and uh, it, it's it's not been pretty. <laughs> the amusing thing around here is no, nah, it's not amusing, but it's no, it's sad, Del. It's not amusing. It's sad for democracy. We got people in this supermajority that feels like they are God, like they can do anything. And people and and what the folks were doing was trying to solicit some support. Well, All the legislature had to do was have a hearing committee, have something, take some action. They did nothing. Well, the House has rules, and but let's let's circle back, Mr. York. So, Drake Colley, who uh, is on these stations often, mostly in a sports context, um, sends a text to which I did not reply uh, last week saying that if Scott Spickey is going to be on the air here, that he won't and so i didn't even reply now what drake may not have heard though uh we had a computer reset wednesday night microsoft updated computers 
and we were off the air with probably about the first half of our broadcast on Thursday, Mr. York, maybe more than that. And what Drake missed, I think, was a discussion where at that time, before it was national news or anything else, I opposed uh, expelling Jones Pierce or the Johnson woman, uh, saying that I didn't think that it was right to uh, disenfranchise either Democrats or Republicans, that I'm sick of it, that uh, Republicans disenfranchised three Republicans who were running for the 5th Congressional District uh, seat, that Republicans now apparently seem poised to pass a bill in the legislature uh, which would allow either state party to uh, disqualify uh, a candidate for president on the grounds that they're not a bona fide Republican or a Democrat. I'm I'm for letting the voters decide. And whether it's Democrats or Republicans, these Jones and Pearson have, have got a district they represent. Uh, and, and they got what they wanted. Yeah. They got what they wanted. I mean, they were on every talk show this weekend. And the one thing they couldn't do that they did but I don't was think- allow the one white woman to stay on. Uh-huh. And how terrible does that look? I mean, it's just... It's an era of comedies, well, or comedy of errors. It's it's incredible. Yeah, but in in the meantime, I can't believe you call that a comedy of errors when we've got people in the legislature that have no dignity and are gutless because they don't want to talk about guns. They don't want to say anything about guns, and they hide behind the Second Amendment. Okay. Uh, okay. I mean, I, I'm actually defending your side here to a degree, Mr. York. But see, this, again, this kind of goes back to Trump. Let, let's let's don't get off on a discussion about guns. So, so Drake, I mean that 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 is such a boring conversation. That's the same thing the legislature does. I mean, that's such a boring conversation, and the lines are clearly drawn. The voters have clearly spoken in Tennessee. It's not even worth a debate. But. Uh, Let's you know, Drake yeah, quit. Now, if you would expect that people that are elected, people that are elected, have some discerning ability, have some reasonable actions that they can take, and based on the legislature we got, the seventy-five up there are just outwardly doing whatever they can because they have power, and and we are we passed an amendment in this in this state this past election to say okay. Let's allow ministers to be part of the legislature. Did it do any good? No, we got a bunch of robbers and thieves up there. Ms. York, you know, Ms. York again, again, we know your opinion. I mean, you don't have to tell us. You've told us before. All right, but let's get back to Drake quitting. You know, I hope Drake comes back. But we've got, in case you hadn't figured it out by now, we got an open mic policy around here. And, you know, people have, do and have just walked in off the street and sat down and gotten on the air. And the only rule that we impose is you can't say something that'll get us sued. So if Scott Spicky had said, I'm going to quit if Drake's on, then my reply would have been the same, you know, see you. Uh, Scott and Drake are welcome here uh, to express their opinions. And speaking of Scott Speckey, good morning. How you doing? Uh, very very well. It's interesting to be talked about in the third person while I'm sitting here. <laughs> well, I'm, well, I'll talk to I, you straight, Scott. That's you, fine. You're just wrong, and you know you were wrong, and you have no backbone. You you didn't even speak to the issue. I watched the whole proceeding on on video, and, and I think it was incendiary to 
the way some of those people tried to talk to those men, those young men, like they were their little children, just disgusting. And you had nothing to say, negative or positive, about the whole issue, which is you don't represent Murray County. And I think it's disgusting the way you represent it, Murray County. Miss York, that is beyond ridiculous. Scott Sapecki well represents Murray County. He is well represents the will of the district that he represents, the overwhelming will of the district that he represents. And just because I disagree with him about this vote, I, I doesn't mean I'm not going to vote to reelect him, which I will. And I support. Well, I, admit, I, I, I declare my support for. right now. And, uh, I will not declare my support for him. Well, Ladue's flash, shocking, shocking, yeah, shocking. <laughs> I mean, come on, and 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 let's think about this for a minute. Now, over the weekend, you know, having said on Thursday that I didn't want to expel anybody, I've become increasingly excited about the national and international publicity. Kamala Harris coming to Nashville, Joe Biden inviting these Yahoos to the White House. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, and I think I speak for this district, Mr. York, not you, it sends exactly the right message to the nation and the world to woke idiots and companies that might be thinking about moving to Tennessee. We don't like you. Don't come. Now, Well, it's a lot of them won't come behind the action that th- we got. And, good. And, and hallelujah. We that won't do anything about it. Won't ha- even talk about it. Hallelujah. They have no tongue. Hallelujah. And over the weekend, one of my closest friends still grew up with me, went to school with me, grew up in Mount Pleasant. Uh, went to work for Howard Baker after we graduated college. Became a, has been a K Street lobbyist for 45 years. Uh, you know, he's got an alligator tail and scales. He's so much of a swamp creature. He professes to be a Republican, but he's not. And uh, he sent me this article, you know, like people do. They find an article that validates their own opinion. They send it to you. All saying that, you know, Tennessee used to be the place of Howard Baker and statesmen like Bob Corker. and Bob you know, Corker. Oh, yeah. Give Lord, me a break. Lamar Alexander and whatever. And now we've descended into this mess. And I just said, buddy, you, you, you have no idea how the people of Mount Pleasant think anymore. And, and th- this is – but this is – why we are where we are today is that Bob Corker and and Lamar and all those people didn't uh, d- didn't move the needle to the right a bit, and uh, now I'm happy to have people like Scott Sapecki who is moving uh, the needle to the right, and I think projecting what we and, and I and I simply wrote my uh, friend back. He said, "Oh, Republican, you know, he talk, and he was talking about." Randy McNally and the who was the speaker who you know Lieutenant Governor got indicted yeah the uh, Cassidy Glenn Cassidy and saying oh we're not that anymore and I just wrote back and said you know two things buddy we've got a huge state surplus and no income tax who cares you know and you got six dead people and more. Did the vice president meet with any of those family members while she was there? No, did any no, representative in Tennessee no. meet with them? Did any representative in Tennessee meet with them? I would say probably. Uh, I, I disagree. Oh, probably. I, 
I disagree. Well, with I know your vice president you, didn't. I, so I, I'd like to know if Scott met with any of them. I disagree, but I could not be more proud of Scott Spicky or our. Well, I'd like to me, know if he met with any. Right, Scott, me, jump in here. Let me chime in here real quick. There's been a lot, a lot of accusations thrown out there. Um, let me tell you this: um, we have reached out as a caucus to those six families. Um, I know our speakers had conversations with them about. Uh, when would be the proper time for us to talk with you about the loss of your life, of your family members? When would be the right time? And the family members have made it perfectly clear right now is they just want to grieve. And that's fine. We understand that. There'll be a time for us to invite them to the General Assembly and let them speak. Let them speak on behalf of the people who can no longer speak because they were they were killed by an individual with mental health issues that nobody's talking about. An individual that has targeted a Christian church that nobody's talking about, that this is bordering on a hate crime that we're going to probably have to investigate and see if it was a hate crime. Nobody's talking about, Mr. York, about the mental the mental health aspects of these people. All they want to start screaming about, Mr. York, is racism. And Mr. York... You're smart. Well, you know, one of, well, one of Mr. York, one of your... Mr. York, you want to let me finish first? Go ahead and finish. So, Mr. York, you're 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 an intelligent individual, and for you to Thank get you. for you to get on this radio, and I listened to you last week too, and scream about racism. You know, you know, this has nothing to do with racism, Mr. York. You know. It. Oh, really? Yes, Mr. Really? York. Yeah, you know that, and this has to do with individuals who broke the rules. Now, everything that we do in life is about rules, and you have to follow them. Or else the system breaks down, Mr. York. And you know that. You served on the school board, didn't you? Did it go to the ethics committee? Uh, no, it went right to the House floor because it was an egregious action. That an, Mr. Egregious, an egregious you want, action? Mr. You want to let me finish, Mr. York? This is, this is what the left does, Mr. York, is they don't let the argument take place. I listened to you, Mr. York, for over 15 minutes. I'm trying to get 30 seconds in here, and you keep interrupting me. Well, go ahead. So, well, Reclaim your Mike, time. Mike, are you telling us we have to take a break? It's on your call. Finish, finish out your thoughts, Scott. So, Mr. York, this has nothing to do with racism. These individuals thought that their issue was more important than six, 6.8 million Tennesseans and their representatives' ability to get their job done representing Tennessee. Now, there was a process that they could have followed. They could have filed legislation, Mr. York, to try to affect the change. None of them filed any legislation. Zero. None of them went to the committee system and said, hey, can we have a conversation about gun control? None of them did that, Mr. York. None of them went to the Speaker of the House or went to their leader, Karen Camper, and said, hey, can we get a discussion on gun control? None of them did, Mr. York. What they did was they said, we're going to disregard 225 years of tradition of how we operate our business on the House floor. Because, you know, Mr. York, whether you believe in the principles of, what, of where we are right now as a state, but let me tell you something. There are woke companies and there are non-woke companies that are fighting over themselves to get to Tennessee because of the business environment and the and the communities that we've we have created through legislation now there's companies right now <clears throat> there's a, a company just to the north of us that came from south korea that's putting 1300 jobs in murray county for our citizens 1700 i think 1700 jobs general motors has announced even more expansion we have oracle coming to memphis mr york 
the principles and policies that are being governed in Tennessee right now are leading Tennessee to be the best economic engine in the entire country that other states are calling us on the phone going, how in the world do you do it? And we're laying the, bl- the blueprint for them. Now, when we come back from break, I will tell you the things that we've done to start to address these issues of mental health and protecting our children. If we, if we can have a conversation about that and go back and forth, Mr. York, I would believe that would be a pr- productive conversation that not only you would like to engage in, but our, our listeners would like to hear. Okay. All right with me. Let's time, go. Time to take a break. Buicks of today are among the most dependable and luxurious vehicles in America, and Parks Motor Sales has them all. Find excellent deals on the Buick LaCrosse, Cascada, and Regal. Parks has SUVs, the Encore, Enclave, and Envision. Their exceptional staff can help you find your best fit with financing for your budget. For a vehicle that has everything, experience the new Buick. For a dealer that has everything, experience Parks Motor Sales. Visit 919 Nashville Highway or Parks Motor Sales Parks Motor Sales in Columbia has a large assortment of quality new and pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs, a trusted sales staff, and financing plans that fit any budget. Visit Parks once and you'll quickly discover why people all over Middle Tennessee have been buying vehicles there for more than 60 years. And factory certified technicians can service and repair your vehicle as long as you own it. Go to ParksMotorSales.com or stop by the lot at 919 Nashville Highway and take a test drive today. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. By now you all know about Don, our service truck guy. Well, let me tell you about another member of our service team, and that's Mike Ashley. He's the guy you'll talk to when you call the office. Just call and talk to Mike one time at 931-540-0919, and you'll see why we're lucky to have him here at the Garbage Man. Thanks, Mike, for all you do to keep the Garbage Man first in service. That's 931-540-0919. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. 
more high-quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, memsmodernlandscape.com. That's memsmodernlandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. I am Jack Blackstone. And I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Shurex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. All right, welcome back, everybody. This is T. Wellie, and I've got our very favorite grocer, Mr. Miles Johnson, on the phone. Miles, how are you today? Oh, I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. And as always, uh, you have some great, great specials for us. So uh, what do you got this week coming up right now? Well, this week we have cooked shank portion ham, $1.49 a pound. Whole ribeye, five ninety nine a pound. Strawberries, two ninety nine each. Sago, two liters, four for five. And sun drop, six packs, three for ten. Wow, a lot of good deals. And the, and the normal hours are obviously seven p.m. to nine p.m. So that's great to know. And uh, again, you're located right there on West Seventh Street. Easy in, easy out. So uh, now we'll talk to you next week. Okay. Alrighty, thank you. Thank you, Miles. All right, that was Miles Johnson from Foodland. Uh, go check them out for some great, fantastic deals. They got all those specials, so we are so thankful to have them right here in our town. What a beautiful place it is. Monday edition, day after Easter, all is well. Sun is shining, birds are singing, fish are jumping in the boat. My name is Del Kennedy. I am dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris has parked the bus. How you doing, Clayton? I'm doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. All right. 
All right, Scott Specky, our representative for the eastern half of Murray County, is here with us, and he's talking about what's going on, what's going on, what is going on in the legislature. What's going on, Scott? Well, let, let me let me take care of a couple things that have passed this week uh, that have been overshadowed by what's happened. Uh, first of all, Monday night, the Duck River resolution to protect the Duck River did pass. It did pass the House with 79, uh, 79 yes votes. That is going to be at the governor's desk. It should be on the governor's desk for him to sign today. He has already indicated that he will sign that in the legislation. So the Duck River will become a Class Two scenic waterway, protecting it for forever in, Yay. in Murray County. So awesome! That, that that's that was and that was, you know, if you watch that whole process, and I, Mr. York probably watched it too. That was it was it was the way it was supposed to work: a bipartisan effort of both sides coming together, um, environmentalists, agriculture, Republicans, and Democrats all coming together to protect a, a, a common a water source that we all deemed important for the people of, of Southern and Middle Scott, Tennessee. Scott, thank you so much for your hard work mm-hmm. uh, in getting that done. Um, it, it was a team effort, Delk, uh, county commissioners, the mayors, local groups of people all standing up saying this is the right thing to do, and they convinced 79 members of the General Assembly that was uh, that, that was that was right. And if you watched the proceedings, uh, there was one member that kind of uh, impugned, impugned our uh, integrity up there, and we we pushed back on that pretty hard, and, and it convinced a lot of members. Second thing on Monday we passed was the uh, the tax reform act we've had in Tennessee. Uh, there's a couple of things that people need to be aware of. It provides an effective rate cut for businesses, especially middle income businesses and small and medium sized businesses. Over twenty three thousand small businesses will have their excise tax liability reduced to zero, so they can expand and hire more people here in Tennessee. Uh, it creates a two-year uh, paid family leave F&E tax credit on those same kinds of, c- kinds of companies. And also what it does is uh, it exempts up to $500,000 property minimum measure, which mostly benefits non-apportioning taxpayers located 100% in Tennessee. And then it exempts over 140,000 small businesses from the business tax by raising the threshold for who is subject to the business tax from $10,000 to $100,000, which means small businesses uh, will have their tax, their excise tax liabilities eliminated in the state of Tennessee. And then lastly, for everybody else in the state, it creates a one-time three-month food tax holiday in August, September, and October of this year. If you remember last year, it was one month, and now we're expanding it to three months. We've talked to the comptroller, and we're watching what's going on right now. And as long as 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 we see that we do these, these holidays, it doesn't affect our income at all. Uh, what you'll probably see is this will keep expanding every year, more and more months, to hopefully to the point that maybe we can eliminate the food tax altogether in the state of Tennessee. So that was the food tax. That was the the, the, the property tax, I'm sorry, the tax relief act. Uh, let me find the other thing here. Hold on one second here. The other one is school safety, and this is probably what Mr. York's probably going to want to start to touch on here. Um, with the shooting, we looked at, uh, and this was how the legislature reacted very quickly with Governor Lee. Um, we saw that there was a need for increased school safety across the state of Tennessee, obviously pointed out by the tragic events uh, two weeks ago, almost three weeks ago now. And so what we've done is uh, we've created an additional $140 million grant for our public school systems to be able to pull down more money for hardened security, Uh, the ballistic tape on the windows. And if you watch the video of the shooter at Covenant, when they couldn't gain access to the building, the the shooter shot the glass out and the glass uh, disintegrated. If you put the ballistic tape on those glasses, on that glass, it prevents the glass from shattering. Therefore, that intruder would have never gained entry to that school. Uh, ballistic tape, cameras, door locks, 
uh, threat assessments. Uh, that's that's part of 140 million that they can pull down all from the state, no local match required. We've also expanded that also to private schools that they can pull additional grant money down to help harden their facilities because the way we look at it, those children are all Tennesseans and they deserve to be protected too. Are you going to fund additional SROs for every school across the state? Yes, sir. We are doing that. Every state, every school in the state of Tennessee will have the ability to draw down grant funds to pay 100% for an SRO in every school across the state. Well, we need more than one, Scott. And you that, know, well, I know we, that, Mr. York, but it's, one, a, it's a start. One to patrol and one on the inside, and they yes. can switch. So what? And and. I think Murray County, and you notice, Mr. York, you were probably part of this by putting SROs in our school systems here. One of the things we've seen in Murray County is is if we could take this extra money, and I've had some brief conversations with Sheriff Rowland, we'll have some conversations with county commissioners to let Murray County lead the way on this to where, hey, let's let's keep funding those original SROs in our schools, and then let's draw down the state money to put additional security in all of our public schools where... Every school would have two SROs in it. Like you said, Mr. York, one to be there all the time, one to patrol, looking for things that are abnormal. Uh, We're also looking at uh, the Homeland Security agents. Now, these are going to be funded by the state, folks. These are not federal Homeland Security agents. But all 95 counties will be assigned one. And let's say in Murray County, that Homeland Security agent, their job will be to do nothing but threat assessments, working with local law enforcement, trying to create a better plan with Sheriff Rowland and and, and the other sheriffs, the other police chiefs here in Murray County, to make sure that we are addressing that money that we pull down from the state that it's being used in the best possible way to protect our schools. And then also we're yeah. pu- and also we're putting additional money into mental health uh, I- I- into the uh, uh, mental health. We know we need more probably guidance counselors, more school counselors, more school psychologists. We need more avenues like we have um, uh, Pinewood Springs here in Murray County. Yes. We need more mental health facilities like that so that people can gain access to this right away on the front end and start to get the mental health uh, 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 treatments that they need. We're, we've also just passed a bill that makes it a more streamlined process that when someone gets an EMS call or someone comes into the emergency room presenting for mental health issues, we are going to make it more uh, more efficient for that person to be transitioned into a mental health facility faster so they can get the help that they need. And also, if they are at risk or a threat to, to anybody, that we can start the process for involuntary surrendering of their rights. And basically, there, what that is, is there's a process in... I'm asking for more information on this because I need to have a better working knowledge of how this works. And Delk, you, you're a lawyer, you might be able to help us on this. But basically, there is already a process in place in Tennessee to involuntarily remove the ability for a person to possess or to purchase firearms. But it goes through the court system. And what we're asking is, let's take a look at that system and make sure it functions in real time so that we could hopefully maybe present or prevent someone from possibly gaining access to firearms to do harms to people like this individual may or may not have done. And then we're asking also to release the manifesto of this person. It's being held kind of oddly. We've been asking questions about it, and we can't understand why Metro Police have held this manifesto. We're asking TBI to get involved and investigate this as a hate crime, and therefore that that manifesto would have to be surrendered over to TBI for them to start to work on this. So a lot of things going on. The Mental Health Trust Fund has over $250 million in it. We are asking people like Pinewood Springs, our school systems, hey, there's money out there to pull pull money down to help 
help these kids who need who need the most help, and then for that individual, help help adults that need to help too. So that's those are the two couple three major things that we've passed this week. Hey Scott, let me ask you a question: yes, If sir. if these representatives are reappointed by their respective legislative bodies, yes, will the legislature seat them? That's the that's the big question, Mister York, because in the Constitution it says, and it's in Article Two, and I've got it somewhere. We're, we're all we've asked the Attorney General to opine for us. It says that a local may appoint a successor, and so the question is, what is successor? I mean, is it the same person or is it someone different? We're trying whatever to get, the local courts decide. Well, sort of, Mister York, but by definition, you have to follow the Constitution. So we don't know. I would, sus- well, well, I would suspect you didn't follow the Constitution and expelling them. You didn't well, do what was right then, and you know. So, so now you're a stickler for information, right? Well, no, no, they did follow and, the Constitution. And, well, hold on, Mister York, you, you're entitled a hundred percent, Mister York, to your opinion. On whether or not we filed, or, or we we followed the process, you're entitled to that process. You're entitled to that um, to that opinion. It doesn't make it right, though. But you're entitled to have that discussion with us, and, and then we have to decide, and the courts will decide, obviously, if we follow proper pro- proper procedure. My my question, Scott, though, basically, is mm-hmm. why did you not speak on the floor for or against? The expulsion. You said nothing, and you're supposed to be one of the leaders in in the legislature, and you don't have that leadership ability. It seems like. Well, uh, I would disagree with you on that, Mister York. Sometimes, and my father taught me this a long time ago. God gave me two ears and one mouth. Therefore, I can listen to twice as much. And you know what, Mister York? I wanted to hear. I wanted to hear both sides of the story. I wanted to hear the Democrats defending their colleague. I wanted to hear Republicans, uh, I guess, prosecuting the the case. And I wanted to hear the response to each and every question and be able to objectively sit back and listen to what everybody said. But you allowed that video to be played and nobody knew who took the video. And it was was indicated that the house was in recess when they came out with the bullhorn and and, well, no, and you didn't really well, no. you didn't really prove it one way or the other well, y'all just played the video mm-hmm. to sway people's opinion and then voted on it okay so so mr york that's an inaccurate statement when they came to the well mr york if you watched the video as they approached the well and started to speak the speaker ruled them out of order well, whose video was it? it was, That's what I want to know. You know what's funny is it was actually the Tennessee Hollers video. It was the Tennessee well, Hollers why video. why didn't you say that at the time? Well, Nobody well, wanted to say well, where the video came from during the proceedings. Well, Mr. York, it was pretty obvious it said Tennessee Holler on it. The video said te- Tennessee Holler. It? What but it doesn't, is, it doesn't matter. Nobody refuted. What difference does that well, make? Well, Mr. Sure. York, but that's okay. But, Mr. York, nobody refuted that the video wasn't accurate. Yeah, I mean, who cares who took Why the video? Why didn't the defendants get an, a copy of it before it was played? It was all over the it internet. It was all over Let's the internet. Let's take a break. Well, okay. But the defendants didn't have a copy of it. All they had to do is get on Facebook. Let's take a break. This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia.
So you had an accident. Now what? Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Rams Body Shop. You can count on us to repair all makes and models. Our certified techs will take care of everything from frame damage inspection to bump out or replacement with OEM parts. We've got the expertise to make your vehicle better than new and get you back on the road in no time. Plus, our collision work is guaranteed for the life of your car. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Rams Body Shop to the rescue. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, this is Dr. Wendy Tui from the Dr. Gill Center. Most chronic back problems are caused by compression from the disc becoming thinner and bulging as we get older. All we have to do is treat the disc by gently decompressing the spine. You may not have to rely on dangerous drugs, risky injections, and often unnecessary surgeries. If you are experiencing neck, back, hip, or leg pain, it's likely we can help you. Initial exam and x-rays, $39. Call me painfree.com or 615-551-9224. Vintage doesn't always mean long-lasting. As your home systems age, your repair costs, utility bills, and breakdowns rise. During Hiller's Vintage Showdown, we're giving away a free new system to the owner of the oldest HVAC unit. Submit a picture of your old equipment online to see if you qualify as the winner. Everybody wins with trade-in credits plus 0% financing for up to 48 months with approved credit on select new HVAC systems. Enter to win now at happyhiller.com. Call the happy face truck today. Alzheimer's Tennessee is kicking off the walk season with a celebration lunch for the 2023 Murray County Walk to Make Alzheimer's a Memory. Wednesday, April 12th, 1130 a.m., Blevins Hall, Williams Funeral Home, 2517 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Call 615-580-4244 or email Cheryl.Blanchard at tnalz.org for more details. Visit www.alztennessee.org slash murraywalk to sign up to walk and start your team. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. 
Kennedy, it's a beautiful Monday morning after a joyous Easter. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing, man? Doing well, Delk. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Delk. Good morning, everybody out there. All right. And we have got uh, Scott Spicky with us, our representative, talking about the many, many things that have happened in the legislature this last week and things to come as well. Good morning, Scott. Good morning, everybody. All right. I want to welcome in Coach Mike Lyle, who's on the board. Uh, talking about the outreach uh, that we hear about, uh, the, the the mighty outreach of Southgate Church of Christ, of which he's a member. Uh, and uh, what's happening now, uh, Coach Lyle? Well, as we speak, our disaster relief team is in Reedyville uh, cooking breakfast. Uh, they will start serving at roughly 9 o'clock, uh, but they are they're going out there to... Uh, to to uh, hand out meals to the victims and to the relief workers out there Uh, i had the opportunity yesterday to go out and help them set the trailer up and and to get everything ready for this for today and um, it's a relatively the the damage out there is a relatively small when you know when you start talking about storm damage it's relatively small area but what got hit got hit very very hard and uh, it's reedyville's roughly i would say just a, a uh, just a little bit bigger than Cullioca. Wow. It's not a real big place, and the, the, it's kind of scattered. But as it, it, it literally came right through the what you might be called the town center and uh, across the main the, the little main road there, uh, it uh, it leveled uh, leveled at least 20 buildings out there and uh, took out a, really a, a hillside of trees. I've, I've got a couple of pictures where it just literally took a bite out of the, out of a hillside. And... Um, but uh, we're working through the New Hope Church of Christ that's uh, station that's out there. We're using their parking lot as a staging area, and um, so we got about nine or ten uh, people on the ground right now, uh, cooking and getting ready to serve. This morning they'll serve three meals a day for uh, the next three days, and uh, hopefully we can give some relief for the the New Hope Church out there for the uh, for them to kind of step back get their get their feet back under the new hope church of christ there's for the last week has been uh you know front and center in their relief efforts and they were just they were tired and they needed they needed some chance they needed a chance to step back get some rest get some get get their feet under them and that's kind of what we do uh we go in there and, and take care of that for them let them concentrate on some of the more emotional and and, and uh, you know holding you know, counseling and, and you know uh, prayer sessions with these people that come in and and help them in other ways. We take care of the meals for them. And there you stuff. go. So, South, Southgate Church you know, Christ. If you uh, if you can help us, uh, you know, again, this stuff never comes for free. Right. <laughs> and uh, if you uh, if you can help us with that, uh, you know, go to the Southgate Church of Christ dot org website. Uh, if you'll go there, uh, there is a blue. Uh, give button in the lower right hand corner of the page you press on that and you'll be prompted to go to the disaster relief uh 
fund and you can uh, give through that or uh, as always if you want to bring it here by the station i'll make sure that it will get to the right place or you can go by our office at 2700 pulaski pike and uh, you can uh, do that um yeah, you can you can give there so uh uh, keep keep us in your prayers uh, for the next three days, and hopefully we can get some th- good things done down there. Yeah, Southgate Church of Christ, folks, has chosen to focus their outreach on uh, something that that they uh, enjoy and that they're they're good at. And they uh, what they do is when disaster strikes, uh, they go and serve food, and they're equipped for it, and they're good at it. And uh, so go to that web page and donate. <laughs> Appreciate all the help. Appreciate you giving us a chance to, to talk about it here on the air. Happy to do it. Glad to, it's great to hear about what y'all are doing. All right. We're, we're back with the legislature and Representative Sapecki and, and all that. And, again, uh, you know, I, I was not supportive of ousting these folks. But I, I, I do think that it's it's uh, it's sent a clear message to the country that Tennessee will stand firm, and uh, that if you're a non woke company and thinking about moving here, we will stand firm, uh, and so it, it's good. And you know, I think about my, like I said, my K Street friend who grew up in Mount Pleasant who just has been in that swamp so long he can't see. Uh, you know, if we were still the Republican Party of Don Sunquist, Lamar Alexander, whoever, Bob Corker, uh, we would not have a surplus in Tennessee. We would have a state income tax. And uh, we don't – we have a surplus. We have no income tax. And we are governing responsibly and getting amazing things done. We are not governing responsibly, Delt. And and those companies that are looking at Tennessee, look at how the legislature handles business, and the business hasn't been handled right. If our representative, if Scott can look in the mirror in the morning and say, we did the right thing, just be be aware. The worm turns, and it'll be your turn in the barrel at some point if you continue to be in that position. And And people are looking at that, and guess what? Young people don't like it either. They see how you treat your own representatives, your fellow colleagues, and you try to put them beneath you, but you don't treat them equitably. So they see that, and young people are going to vote, and they're going to vote in a different direction. They want democracy in this country, not authoritarianism. It's not going to happen while you and I are alive in Tennessee, Miss York. Uh, well, well, it's going to happen we, whether we're alive or not. It's going to happen, and Scott might be around to get the brunt of it. But think about all the things he's participating in. You got a you got a dictatorship up there in the legislature. Who, all those oh, folks that did things, Sexton's oh, and the rest of them. There's investigations going on. We haven't heard a word about the results of the investigation, the voucher investigation. They keep everything secret up there. So so the authoritarian government that you speak of, Mr. York, who who put that authoritarian government that you're saying exists in place? The people put it in there, but they didn't. I bet you they didn't realize you're going to be doing that. Well, just 
You all <laughs> Let's see how fast rogue. they get reelected, Mr. York. You all have gone rogue as a governing body. Let's and see how fast they get reelected. That that Republicans can't govern. Republicans the, can't govern. Well, they can be provocative, but they can't govern. The Ron DeSantis, the, the DeSantis effect. Their margins are just going to get larger. So, Mr. York, we we and, and this isn't something new. It's been going on for over a decade now. The the legislation and the procedures and processes that we have in place in Tennessee have led us to economic success for not only, well, you know what, for all Tennessee. Is economic success more important than the lives that were lost? Well, Scott. no, absolutely. Mr. Well, York, you Mr. Know, York, don't talk come to on. me about the economic success when, when people are dying and nine-year-olds, those people got to bury their kids. And if we had spent every dime and imposed an income tax, those kids would still be alive? You know, you got kids. Yes, sir. We got, I got kids. I got grandkids. And and heaven forbid, I'd hate for something to happen to them. But think about what those people are going through. And you're talking about economic success and business. They don't give a dang about economic business success right now. So, Mr. York, would you prefer, prefer your grandchildren to grow up in Tennessee or Chicago? I want them to grow up somewhere else other than Tennessee because it doesn't look favorable for them. Would you prefer them? Like I, I now, Mr. York, you got. If we're going to play this back and forth, you got to answer a question when you're it asked. It doesn't that. matter. Chicago, I, I could live anywhere. They could live anywhere. It's no problem. I didn't ask you that. The question was: Would you prefer your children to live in Tennessee or Chicago? Chicago. Then that's all. That's all I got to say. There I mean, we go. That's all I got to say, Mister York. Let's set up a GoFundMe. They're not, and, um, in, e- they're not in either state, so it do- it's mute. The question is mute. Up. Would you rather your children grow up in Murray County or your children grow up in Chicago? There you go. They've lived both places. Answer the question. They've lived both places. That's answering the question. Well. I mean, you, the difference you is, Mr. York, talk, York, talk about your responsibility as what, a legislature what, what, in taking care of the kids that that are in this state, Mr. York. I just, I what, just gave you a list. What's going on in this state that you all will not talk about guns? What's going on in this state? How much NRA money have you received? Uh, I think in five years, I think I've received five hundred dollars. $500 of blood money, huh? Mr. York, I get it's more money. It's not about the NRA. Well, hold on. Mr. York, I get more money from the local people in Murray County than I get from any lobbyists. The people of Murray County overwhelmingly give my campaign to send me back up there to represent them more money than any lobbyists do, Mr. York. I'm not beholden well, to anyone. Well, lobbyists. I don't see you doing a credible job, Scott, because you're not speaking up for, for people in other areas. It's not just Murray County. It's also people in other areas, even though you represent Murray County. Who haven't if I spoken don't have up for, a heart, If you don't have an understanding of what's needed for people in other jurisdictions, then you shouldn't be a legislator. Well, you know... I mean, you're a legislator for everybody in Tennessee, Mr. not York, just Murray County. Mr. York, the people of Tennessee and of Murray County overwhelmingly uh, support uh, the right to bear arms, and you know that, and that's not going to change. And uh, that that's, Nobody's trying to take arms, Delk. I keep telling you over and over. Oh, Nobody's yeah, you are. You know, don't tell me that. I, I Laws know. that prevent people, the wrong people, from getting getting guns. I don't That's what hear the Tennessee well, legislature legislature refuses well, to deal right, with. Well, hold on, hold on, well, hold on, hang on, hang on a minute, Scott. Though what I want to talk about, though, Mr. York, clearly, 
we have a Democratic Party arising out of Nashville that Justin Jones represents that wants to kill us and eat us, uh, take everything that we have, and so we are... Take everything? We, Who's going to take are now, everything you We are have? now in an existential struggle with this Democratic Party that's arising in Nashville. Now, are they going to take the majority in this state anytime soon? No. But are they going to create... Uh, cesspools like Chicago and Atlanta that are a big problem well, for the state. We got a cesspool here yes. in Tennessee. Yes, the Chicago airport, the Atlanta airport, are both owned by their respective cities. They're unusable. They're dangerous. They're broken down. You can't get through them. Uh, similarly, similarly, sim- similarly, similarly, the Nashville Sports Authority has just been given a half a billion dollars in state money by the Tennessee legislature to build a Titan Stadium. These sta- these this the airport and the Titan Stadium and many other things in Nashville don't belong to Davidson Countyans. They belong to all of us in Middle Tennessee and all of Tennessee. And it's damn time for the legislature to bring these things to heel and put them under state control. Scott, I'll let you respond to that how you, how state you want. control. So that's authoritarian, right? Take well, over everything because we have a supermajority. Do Ms. whatever Jones, you want because we have a supermajority. It is ridiculous, and people are going to feel the effects of not having a true democracy. Okay, right. You know, I, so this is this is this is a a microcosm of what we deal with in the general assembly right now. This is no, it. it's not a microcosm. Mm, it is, Mr. York. It is. I mean, it's, you didn't. It's, the it's the general group. assembly feel failed to even at and at, at, admit those people to make statements. They cut their mics off. Who, Mr. York? Uh, Sexton, your leader, Mr. York. We. we <laughs> That's another one of those Mr. myths York, that's floating around we, like. Yeah, if if I really if, didn't land on the moon, land in Arizona, M- Mister York, I've had my mic cut off <laughs> because I've wondered off the topic of a bill by the speaker. He says he'll cut your mic, and he says you have to stay on the bill. And so I correct myself, and I stay on the bill. If you choose well, not to stay on the bill, why didn't you speak last week? Why didn't you speak last week when it was necessary for you to open your mouth? Well, it wasn't necessary for me to say anything, Mister York. You wanted me to listen to what was going on and make an educated decision, and I did. Educated? That is the dumbest decision ever made. In it this all state. happened because one of the dumbest. Hit the video from the Democrats. Yep. All right, let, let's let's see you tomorrow. Killing people's representation. Have a great day, folks.